0: Jen, have you seen that movie Constipation? <laughs> movie? No. Hasn't come out yet.
1: <laughs> <You're> so March <stupid. laughs> synergy. Put in your booby rocks. episode we're on episode 120 i think
0: i think it is 120
1: this is episode 120 we're almost two years in here jeff jones can you believe that two years almost
0: two years almost two
1: years (laughs) almost all right so almost almost this week i am jenny mckinney i am here with
0: Jeff Jones.
1: My sister, Jeff Jones.
0: I thought you were pointing like I should introduce myself. Plus, I didn't trust what you were going to (laughs) say.
1: Oh my God. Can we just give a shout out to Glow this week when she posted on Facebook that it was Jeff, J E P H Jones? I almost wet my pants
0: i saw that you screenshot it and sent to me somebody had spelled it (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: j-e-p-h oh my god those good times good times all right funny stuff do you want me to go first or you got some a few things
0: no you can go first i usually do okay
1: so i shared this with you but i want to talk about it the um these corn holio corn yep. holders so corn cap holders corn holdios
0: corn holdio
1: <laughs> but <they're laughs> get that <not stop. laughs>
0: corn holdio
1: corn holdios then this was a picture of uh Vince McMahon okay and right. in the picture it keeps escalating all right so right. i'm going to read you the description um so it says the year is 2022 it is that's where we're at right now then the next picture says in February, it'll be 222. And he's like, wow. Right. Okay. Then the next one says on the 22nd of February, it'll be 2 22. 22. Oh. And then his head is like, whoa. And
0: then. <laughs> oh, there's more.
1: And then the last one is like, like an explosion. Like he has like. His
0: eyes are flames. bugging out yeah. and everything.
1: It says. Two twenty-two twenty-two is on a Tuesday.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: So then I told that to like, I, we have a group chat, and G Dub said, What if he was at a ballet on that day? It would be a 2 2 and a 2 2 on a Tuesday.
0: <laughs> Hilarious, <laughs> mind blown.
1: <laughs> Mine blown. Okay. Mom told me this week that dad's been working on a puzzle. So for Christmas, I got him a Pink Floyd puzzle.
0: Yep, Dark Side of the Moon. It's like yeah. a triangle puzzle with the prism coming through it. So yeah. it's it's shaped real weird. It's a triangle with like a, a line out of each side of it.
1: Yeah, super yep. weird. It's a double I figured it'd be puzzle. probably hard, you know. It,
0: it you know, it's a double puzzle. On one side it's the Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Like the prism with the black triangle, and it says Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon. Then you can flip the puzzle over, and on the back, it's a dark. It says Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon, but it's all made up of album covers. Oh wow! And I was so when really... you put the
1: puzzle pieces out, you don't know what side they're on.
0: No, that's what I didn't get. And like when oh. I, by the time I got over there, he was almost already done with it. He had maybe twenty to forty oh pieces God. to put in. Yeah. And I forget. I think it's like a thousand piece. I want to say puzzle. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's pretty yeah. big. But yeah, that's what I wondered is like, I don't even know if I would have the patience to sit there and figure out which side. I guess it's because one side is all black. Yeah. But it's got the prism. I don't know.
1: I don't know. It would
0: have been a challenging puzzle.
1: Yeah. So this made me laugh because, you know, Peppa the pig, Peppa Pig. Yep. Okay. Look at this. It's a 500 piece puzzle. (laughs) But it's all just ham bits.
0: (laughs) Just look like bacon bits inside it.
1: (laughs) Let someone put 500 piece puzzle on it. Oh, my God. Nice. (laughs) Too much. Okay, Jeffy, let me ask you. Oh, go ahead. Real quick,
0: though, back about dad's puzzle. He did end up taking the puzzle, though, and he put it onto a piece of cardboard, glued it down. He glued the whole puzzle down to a piece of cardboard that he cut out. I haven't seen it since he's cut it out. Yeah, he wanted to hang it up somewhere.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. So here's a question for you. Why do people named Deborah always go by Deb and never by Bra? hey brah.
0: <laughs> hey brah. bra, <laughs> bra. <laughs> I work with guys you always was like why you call me an undergarment I'm not I look like an undergarment to you they're like yeah. what bra you're
1: weird bro I saw a picture the other day so you know how like a lot of people will procrastinate. Well, they procrastinate because they're not, they're ignoring something they should be doing, right? Like, right. a lot of times I'm like, oh, I i should be reading, but let me just dig around over here. It showed a lady vacuuming, a, a, like, the top of a mountain. Like, she's just up there.
0: <laughs> just vacuuming. <laughs> Going to town.
1: Vacuuming the outside. I'm like, girl, I feel that. I, I've done that with the leaves, but not the actual, like, outside dirt. It's yeah. It's embarrassing. That was funny. We've been watching a new show. We found a new show because you said you didn't finish. You didn't even start Cobra Kai yet, right? No,
0: I'm still trying to finish a okay. different show. I've been okay. watching a different show. That's okay. I'm just trying to get through it. No
1: worries. Um, we found a new show called Alaskan Killer Bigfoot.
0: All right. Okay. That's, all right. And I it's like-
1: called the Nan- Nantanuck. The Nantanuck. Okay, that's what the Alaskan people call it. All
0: but right. apparently,
1: it's like a Bigfoot, but with supernatural powers. Yeah. What kind
0: of powers are we talking?
1: Like, they can, like, scramble your mind, make you dizzy, make you nauseous. Um, So, like,
0: psionic powers. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, they feel like uh, there was a curse put on the land, and the Bigfoot is, like, has taken over the spot in this certain town of Alaska. So, they sent a bunch of people up there to try to, like, take this land back. But their ancestors left like 70 years ago and just walked off. Like a bunch of people got murdered and um, hmm. like just shredded. They were just shredded. Right. And then they all got freaked out, so they all just abandoned that area. But now they've outgrown their town, so now they're going back to see if they can like make amends with the the killer bigfoot.
0: <laughs> the Nantucket, what's it called? Nantucket.
1: Nantanak. Nantanak. Nantanook.
0: Nant-a-nac? I think Nantanook. Hmm. I'll I look know. this up.
1: You look no it up. No doubt. You it's know, in one uh, season,
0: if you do any kind of research on Bigfoot, you'll find that, like back in the Native American days, that they used to, there's a lot of writings and drawings of them where they claim to have, they used to trade with herds. I don't know about herds of Bigfoot, but okay. groups of Bigfoot yeah. would meet up with them and they would trade goods and things like that and teach each other things. Wow. and they, yeah, like there was a lot of writings and drawings when you start looking hmm. into it and accounts of them trading Dang. with groups of Bigfoot.
1: I was wondering, like, realistically, like, are they just like interdimensional beings? Like, are we just like, you know, a I wasn't going to get
0: into that. But oh, when you mentioned well. that they got sonic powers, I do feel that there is a dimension that runs parallel to ours. OK. Yeah. And in that dimension, if you if you believe that it exists, there very well could be a Bigfoot. And I I think what happens is that they get hologrammed, something similar to like a hologram. Yeah. They get hologrammed into our dimension. Yeah. Which is why when you see a Bigfoot,
1: it's, it's usually just...
0: scared and startled. And it's looking at you like, what are you doing? Because I think we're hologrammed into its world where mm. it's like, what?
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know.
0: And if you believe that dimension exists there very well could be other things there, like things, other creatures that we're not even aware of. Right. Creatures that are normal to that existence yeah. in that plane, in that realm, but not here. Yeah, And that occasionally, just like there's weird instances on earth where people like, wow, I laid down and took a nap against this tree. And then the guy wakes up 3,000 miles away in Cuba. Yeah. Two hours later, like it's it's, these are like real incidents that happen. And yeah. if you believe that they're real and take, you know, for what they are, there very well could be another dimension where yeah. things like that. And if you think about it, that's kind of what Indians like the spirit world, because in the same world is also where ghosts and spirits could also coincide, which right. again is why they would get somewhat hologrammed into our time yeah. or our or existence when people see them.
1: We yeah. were We had a big discussion this weekend at dinner about how um, like when we have a dream about somebody and like you meet somebody in the dream, like that you've never met before, like, are they having the same dream about you? Do they just right. wake up and go, Oh man, I had this weird dream about this girl with like crazy colored hair, but like, I'm having a dream about somebody else. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Oh yeah.
1: I don't know. Crazy. Yeah. So Alaskan big killer, Bigfoot, check that out. It's just nice. It's a fun, like silly watch. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I, I haven't seen too many. I know there's a lot of like monster creature hunter shows out there, yeah. Bigfoot hunters and shows like that. Yeah. And as much as I like Bigfoot and those kind of things, I seek out I don't watch any of those. I've never seen them. I've seen them on a dad's house a couple of yeah. times where they're looking for like some kind of gator man or something. Right. Right. It's just like what? Yeah. I don't know. And I'm <laughs> you're not gonna just come across it being out there. I feel like that with the ghost shows and the paranormal shows, the same yeah. thing. Like you have to I mean, people have instances and occurrences that have happened to them and it's, it is sporadic. I don't think you can just like, to be honest, my kid and his buddies just went, hung out on blood road and Dunn's tomb. Oh yeah. Like those are a couple of the local haunts in this area. Yeah. And they were there until five in the morning last night. Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing. I I just haven't seen too many of those shows. And when I feel like I'm in the mood to see something Bigfoot, I'd usually look up more i don't want to say real documentaries but right something more in a documentary like style evidence.
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: and again you know no it doesn't really the saddening thing is that even when you read about all this stuff and people's accounts of what happened and you see documentaries and things you know they're not gonna it's not gonna culminate with them having a bigfoot right it's not we would have already heard about it and yeah. i want to just found it on a documentary from <laughs> <Right>. 1998 <laughs> right. you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yep. saddening.
0: But it's again, yeah. it's a guilty pleasure. And it's, just, right. you know, I yeah. find it interesting.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of guilty pleasure, I want to share this with you this week. I've been going to the gym and doing treadmill dancing. Do you ever dance on a treadmill?
0: Jen? Uh, <laughs> no, but I do dance across the floor at the shop in my house, places like that places <laughs> where I'm actually covering ground.
1: Yeah. Not no, just I just dance on the treadmill. place. I just skip and like dance and run with my arms up. Like I'm like Rocky, like just
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like
1: what the hell? I don't know. You're like I'm my- going to
0: fly now.
1: Yeah. My gonna music is moving. Me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so um, a few weeks ago I had this weird feeling, um, right. which I totally trusted, but I almost like kind of ignored it. So I felt right. like, I should become ordained, right? Which is right. just super random because we had a cousin that passed and she was ordained. So I was like, maybe that's just kind of her energy coming through. Like, is is she just here? And I'm just picking up on that or like, what's going on? And then last she week- She was
0: actually the one who officiated our wedding. Yeah. And yep. because she was ordained and she told me like how she went about doing it. I got ordained as well back then. I've been I got ordained like 12 years ago.
1: Oh, really? I don't yep. think I don't know I, if I know that
0: when you texted me about you getting ordained the other day. I said this guy right here. Yeah. you're Like, oh, guess who just got ordained? Oh, I said, me, 12 oh. years <laughs> ago.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you meant you were married. That's why I was like, oh, oh no, that okay. was when I got
0: ordained. Oh,
1: gotcha. Yeah, when,
0: OK, when you're ordained, you can not just officiate weddings, but you can hold spiritual counseling classes. You can oh, okay. also consecrate ground. Okay. Uh, There's a there's a number of things you can do being ordained.
1: Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool because like I love to hold space, like which means just like hold that sacred space for somebody who, like, you know, like if somebody's upset or whatever they're doing, like I don't take that on me, I just like open it up for whatever they need. But my friend last week was like, Hey, I got engaged, you know, two weeks ago, which I had known I was excited for. And she said, Hey, how would you feel about becoming ordained to like minister our wedding?
0: And yeah, I was like, it.
1: "That is crazy!" Yeah, nice. So I did, here we are. Jen, do you know what?
0: You know what? Dudeism is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the 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 Dao of the Dude.
0: The Dao of the Dude. Jen, yeah. Dudeism is a it's a religious following that's all based on the Dude from the Big Lebowski and his outlook on life. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Dudeist priest through the well, church through the Church of Dude.
1: Okay. I think you told me that before, but I didn't know if you were serious or not. Cause you know,
0: no, Andrea is a dude as priestess.
1: Well, that's cool. Just like, uh, do you have to wear like your robe and just slippers and like carry a drink around all the time?
0: You don't have to. I mean, I do wear my robe and slippers and I have a rug and whatnot, but the church dude, basically it's a combination of uh, fundamentalism, nationalism, Taoism, it kind of follows loose guidelines through six different religious backings. Oh, okay. That all combined to the basically the outlook of the dude. Now, the dude in the Big Lebowski, he's not like our our messiah. Right. It's not it's not that kind of a outlook. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Uh, but they do have the, the dude to ching, which follows the Tao to Ching, okay, which is the book to for Taoism and yeah. Buddhism. And there's 80, there's 80 different guidances that you have to follow constantly to be a part of that religion you know what i mean it's to to be a taoist you know what i mean yeah and the dude de ching has taken those 80 and kind of put their own spin on them uh so that they all do pertain to something from the big lebowski okay and it's crazy because if you read some of the books and then you watch if you watch the big lebowski read some of our books and then you watch the big lebowski again yeah you're like it's it's mind-blowing jen it's just mind-blowing
1: if you could pick one of the favorite parts of that of being like part of that, what is it?
0: Of being part of the Church of Dude?: Yeah. I would say it's honestly, it's the community. There's, a, okay. there's groups and forums, and theres yeah. the, we have websites, and again, you can you know you can get tons of merch right you know there's a lot of merch and that's kind of what backs it but i think when i had signed up we were at 180 thousand throughout the country and last i looked we were at four something whoa so it's it's definitely i think they even they even market it as the slowest the slowest growing religion (laughs) around Wow. You know, and you don't always have to drink white Russians and yeah. smoke weed. And right, right. Enjoy bowling. Yeah. You know, but that is the perks of it.
1: Yeah. You don't have to keep yelling, shut the F up, Donnie.
0: Shut up, Donnie. <laughs> no, but you know, I just, again, the other day, I needed a good laugh. So I Googled the scene with the Jesus <laughs> bowling. <laughs> oh, man. When that plays the Spanish version of Hotel California. Right.
1: Oh, my oh, and he God. licks
0: his bowling ball. Yeah, oh, it's too much. I had to watch that. I just needed a good laugh the other day. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to watch the Jesus ball. Let's just see what, and oh yeah, it hit the spot. It <laughs> oh, hit the spot.
1: My God, too much, too much. Well, nice. what, what do you got from this week? I got for some cool stuff after this.
0: Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Uh real quick, Lotto Club. Remember we switched to Club yeah. Kino. We bet $50 okay. and we won 65. So we're up 15. Whoa. So that's pretty good. And then what we're doing with the money we do win is it's going to go into an envelope at work that we're going to keep until we agreed two weeks before Christmas. So okay. any, so, so what we're going to do is every week we're all going to kick in 10 bucks. So that gives us $50 to bet on kino. Uh huh. And no matter what we win, like we won that 65, that $65 is going into an envelope. Okay. We're not going to roll it over. So next week, this Friday, again, we're going to bet 50 bucks on Kino. And if we win, whatever we win, might be $8, might be 80, goes into an envelope. Okay. But if we hit over a thousand, because a lot of what we play, if we can win the bigger load, it's it's anywhere from like two grand to like 25 for what we're playing. Okay. And uh, if we happen to win that, we just write out, we'll split that winning amongst all of us. Okay. We're not just going to, if we win, I think it's over a thousand. We agreed. Anything under a thousand is just going to go in the envelope.
1: Okay. Keep so an eye on the envelope. Of,
0: yep. So that's where Lotto Club is at. Keep it eye on the envelope. That's what we all said too. And Matt, like one of the guys that works like, well, I'll just keep it in my locker. I'm like Matt, you don't, have a, you don't even have a lock on your locker. What are you talking about? So we agreed. We're going to bring in a box that we're all going to, it's going to have a combination lock that only us five are going to have the combination to. OK. And we agreed that at any point, if somebody quits or gets fired or whatever, they get a fifth of what's in the envelope. Oh, OK. So because some people said, no, if you get if you quit, you, you're you quitting Lotto Club, you're out. You get nothing. <laughs> and others said that if you get fired or, you know, cut from the company, you're yeah. cut from Lotto Club, you get nothing. And I didn't, I didn't agree with either of those. I'm like, wait, no, what? I go, we could end up having like five grand in there. Somebody's just going to like, I don't know, get fired like for something. Who knows? And then right. they're probably going to need that money.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right.
0: That was my reasoning. <laughs> so that's where Lotto Club was at.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Um, Did I ever tell you about Jethro's friend? When I take Jethro, our dog walking, he has a little buddy down the road.
1: No. It's about
0: it's about two houses down. Okay. So it's, I say two houses. That's like a half a mile. It's about a half to three quarters of a mile yeah. out here.
1: And Jeff throws the uh, dog. Just for yeah, listeners, Jeff throws our know. dog,
0: black yeah. and tan hound, dynamite yeah. dog. Just yeah, dynamite. Yeah. So we go down there, and he has a little buddy down there. This little white dog, and okay. our neighbors also has a white dog. But there's the ones next door is like a poodle, hmm, maybe a poodle spaniel mix. It's kind of tall, but okay. it's not crazy tall. It's only yeah. like maybe eighteen inches. But this one down the road's like a it's it's a poodle and shih tzu mix, but it's only about eight inches tall. It's a little yeah. tiny thing. Uh-huh. I'm sitting on the back porch the other day. All of a sudden I see the snow move <laughs> and I look over. And I'm like, what? the? I'm like, what the hell is happening there? It's This goofy little dog down the road. you know what the dog's name is? Dummy has a little tag on dummy. I didn't know that until he followed Jethro and I one time walking and I'm like, come on, man. So I had to walk him all the way back home. And this old man up in the yard is like, dummy, come here, dummy. <laughs> He's like, you're rude. Yeah. You know? And I actually was like, what? You know? And I don't know. <laughs> right. And I know that. I know the guy who lives his, I know his son, his son's a couple years older than me. Okay. And the other gentleman that lives at that house is like 80. Okay. So the other day I'm sitting there, snow moves. I look over I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. I go all that shithead from down the road. And Andrew is like, oh, it's dummy. I go, oh, that's right. Dummy. I knew what I, I called it. i called it shithead. I go, oh, that's right, dummy. I knew it had a stupid name. <laughs> yeah. So we get, and dummy, it was like 19 degrees out, maybe 12 degrees, yeah. freezing ass out. So we get the dog, bring him in. And for him to come down to our house, is like three quarters of a mile right. in this, this ass cold weather. Yeah. So we bring him inside, a little pause are frozen. Aww. So he hung out, him and Jethro, Jethro showed him all his toys, paled <laughs> around the house with him. It was dynamite. So he hung out for about two hours because this was at like seven, eight in the morning. So was well, okay. like, right? Well, She's like, well, I'll take him back home. Jethro and I will walk him down there, but I ain't yeah. doing it until the sun comes up. So fast forward, she takes him home. Our, my buddy, the guy I know, Stan, was leaving the driveway, probably not to go look for Dummy. I no. don't know what he was doing. But yeah. He pulls in and she's like, hey, are you missing something? She ended up driving down there.
1: Yeah. It's his, only,
0: it's his only other dog friend in the area. I only say it's his friend because when we walk by, that dog comes running out to him all the time. Yeah,
1: that's so but funny, especially because yeah. Jethro's big.
0: Oh, yeah, he's huge. Well, yeah, that our dog is mean, like, like a horse. I mean, just, yeah, we just took him to the vet the other day, and I think he is 108 pounds. Oh,
1: my God. Isn't that how much you weigh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm 145. I'm full grown.
1: Oh, my God. How far would so, that be taking Jethro and Dummy on a walk together, though? I know, right? hmm
0: So, but, yep, that had happened. That's cute. Um, another thing I was going to talk about this week, Jen, it was the big announcement, only because it kind of rolls into another item I have on my agenda here. Yeah. Uh, big announcement is big
1: announcement. <laughs>
0: yep. Ron Jones and myself are coming up with a podcast for the Patreon listeners called So Much Jeff and Iran. <laughs> like Jeff so- and Iran. So much effing around. yes. So much jeffing around. And we're going to, we recorded our first episode yesterday. Every episode will include light discussion about histories, mysteries, and movies. Okay. Where we discuss either an event from history or the history of an item or a person.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Then the mystery is cryptids might be anything pertaining to just different mysteries. Okay. I don't want to say too much because him and I were discussing it yesterday. Yeah. So we got histories mysteries and then the movie will be the most recent movie that your dad Ron Jones has watched <laughs> Okay. and get his synopsis and take on the movie.
1: Okay.
0: I'd asked him, you know, a couple weeks ago about hey, would you be interested in doing this for extra bonus content for the Patreon listeners? And he's yeah. like, oh yeah. <laughs> and so I'd ask him like, what movie would you want to do? And he's like, uh, probably Rocky 4. Very I'm like,
1: specific. Oh. Have
0: you seen Rocky Four, Jen? Yeah.
1: Isn't that the okay. one with uh
0: Ivan Drago?
1: Yes, that's yes. yes.
0: So fast forward to Saturday. Okay. I'd ask Dad, I said, Hey, do you wanna come over this weekend, record the first episode of So Much Jeff and Iran? Yeah. He goes, uh, are we still gonna do Rocky Four? And I go, yeah, have you watched it recently? And he's like, no. So, but on New Year's Eve, my buddy had asked me if I'd be interested in doing a Rocky-thon, watching all the Rockies, then the Creed movies, and then doing all the Rambo. So him and I were supposed to start that on Saturday as well. I was dropping my one of my kids off <laughs> there at dad's house when okay. I was talking to him about this. Yeah. And I, he's like, well, have you watched Rocky four? And I go, actually, Jay and I started a Rocky-thon last night. We watched one and two. Today, we're going to watch three, four, five, six. And see if we can get into the Creed <laughs> movies. And he's like, Oh, well, I might as well just come over and do that. So dad came <laughs> over and partaked in 10 hours of Rocky movies. We were up till like 1 in the morning watching <laughs> and Rocky movies. He came movies. over Dad? Yeah. Yeah, he came over right then. Well, oh, oh actually God. it was because I borrowed his truck and he yeah. uh, Ma was gonna run me home. Oh yeah. But then dad decided he'll run me home and the oh just, stick around he just
1: hang out. Stick yeah. around
0: watching Rockies. So we watched <laughs> Rockies from four in the afternoon till about two in the morning. We finished up all the Rockies. We did not get onto the Creed movies. No. So needless to say, on the first episode of So Much Jeff and Iran, we cover Rocky Four. Okay. Yep.
1: All right, and cool. I,
0: so that was on my list was just the Rocky-thon is what I was going to talk about. Yeah. On here. And then it led into the, the whole announcement of So Much Jeff and Iran.
1: Jeff and Iran. Yeah, all we'll right. have
0: more information about that next week. Yep. Yep. But that was part of the big announcement. Also, Jen, we had a new, we have a new advertiser this week. All right. It's fogdogstore.com, fogdogstore, F-O-G-D-A-W-G-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your indie clothing needs. That cool. is. Yep. That is actually Griff's online store for his clothing business. Okay. And he had paid us for the advertising.
1: Sweet. Fogdogstore.com.
0: Fogdogstore.com. So, yep. Cool. He's got a, got his S- down there your pressing. Local shirts. Little nugget. Yeah, he's just he's been down here almost since yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Just making t-shirts. Making pants. Making That's shirts. Cool. Making pants. Yep. Yeah. He's loving it. Yeah, good times. Good
1: for him. Is that the t-shirt press? Pssh. Yep. <laughs> Hey bro i'm just gonna let you know that if you uh go on the website it's finally out after a little bit of trying uh www.fogdogstore.com. And if you use code energy you get 15% off your order uh you know it's all just musical clothing all designed by me for you know that's just like my job now so uh yeah thanks uh I just wanted to share a quick little tidbit on the drama cycle. I feel like I've had a few people reach out um, probably in the past few weeks or just like share information with me that they have um, felt like they've been going kind of crazy. How do they get out of this like sucky cycle? And so I just want to talk about that today. There's a video. So we post all our podcast videos on YouTube. Yep. And so if you want to see the visual representation, just pop onto YouTube. This will be on there. Um, I'll also explain what I'm, what I have on my whiteboard. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's actually a triangle, but we're going to call it a cycle. So I put it in a circle as well. So there's going to be for three points of the triangle, there's three different positions uh, associated to the drama cycle. Okay. okay? One is the rescuer. Okay. Okay, that's going to be the people pleasers, um, the people who always have to fix stuff. Uh, Most of the time it's going to be the oldest children. Okay. because that's kind of like their caretaking kind of position that they're in. And then we have perpetrator or there's also like prosecutor or there's some other word for that, too, I think. But it's perpetrator. So like somebody being crappy. Somebody being like a martyr, a micromanager, things like that. Right. Then we also have a victim. Okay. okay? And so what happens is we get caught up in this loop in life. And it can be a relationship with one person, it could be at your work, it could be in your family. You don't have to judge when this is happening. It can be also internally with you. Okay. So to kind of explain, let's say we start as a victim. Okay. If I'm a victim, in life, right? Everything, woe is me. Nothing goes right. Let's feel sorry for me. The world is coming down, right? Yep. Now, the thing is, I have to always depend on a rescuer to come and rescue me to keep me in victim mode, right? right? Then as a rescuer, I'm going to always attract victims. So when people in life are like, Hey, I don't know why I keep like, so as a people pleaser, recovering people pleaser, I would always attract victims who I needed to save. Right. right? And then I'm like, what, why is this always happening? And so then you have to like, take a step back and go, what is happening? Why is this happening? Okay. And then if we step over into perpetrator, what happens is as a rescuer, then I get mad at myself. Right. So now I'm going to start treating myself bad because I keep people pleasing and I'm saying yes to people I don't want to and no to the people I want to. Right. So I'm going to start being crappy as the perpetrator. So that can happen like internally in life or in a relationship. Okay. So let's say you, not that this is happening, just as an example, let's say you are a victim. Like you come home and you've had a crappy day and you you're like, okay, I come home. I'm, I'm having a crappy day. Okay. Then you go to your wife and say, and she's like, oh, I'm going to fix it, but you don't need somebody to fix it. But that's what she thinks needs to happen. right? Right. And then you get mad because she's trying to fix it. So now you keep rotating in this cycle. So really, it's just kind of to create an awareness around why, who are you attracting? Are you attracting the same type of people all the time? Why are you attracting them? And then really, the big question is, how do we get out of the cycle?
0: That's what I was going to ask is how do you break out of that cycle or get away from that?
1: Right. So you have to acknowledge what's happening And then you have to create boundaries. And then you actually literally have to get out of the cycle and stop participating in these, these like actions and titles and just become an observer. So let's say, let's say we have a friend that uh, say you and I are going to meet for dinner and we have a friend that comes in late all the time. Okay. So now we know that this person is always late. Okay. Now when that person gets there, they're always like, oh, well, my tire blew out and I'm running late, right? So they're a victim. And then we want to fix it. So now we're going to pay for their dinner because they're late. And then we get mad because we didn't have that money to pay for their dinner. Right. You know what I mean? So we just have to step out and then just let it happen. So like when somebody shows up late, hey, understand. Do you need a ride home? You know what I mean? Like we don't always have to like really the thing too is to assess and ask what does that person need in that time? Right. You know, so if they're running late, like what, what can I do to help you? What can I do to support you in this time?
0: Is that just being the rescuer though?
1: Well, so you don't want to fix it unless they ask you to fix it. You're giving them the power to ask. Okay. Like to step to, to assist. Right. Yeah. Because now you're not just automatically assuming I need to fix it. Because as a rescuer, you are almost like aggressively coming in to save the world. Right. At all cost. And okay. so as a victim, so really I could like, for example, when Madeline would come home and be upset from school and we would try to fix it. She's like, Look, I don't need you to fix it. I just need you to listen to me. So now as an observer, anytime somebody tells me something or like that is coming at me, you know, I don't jump into fix it mode. I just say, what can I do for you in this time? Nice. And if they just need me to listen, I just need you to listen. And then you can kind of almost just check out because they just, they just don't want to hear themselves. They just have to right. get it out of their body. Right. Yeah. Do you ever feel like any, like you're ever in any like kind of cycle or.
0: If anything, I would say the rescuer and the perpetrator. I'd say I go probably in between that a lot. Like, cause I tend to do help people a lot. Yeah. Even though it. A lot of times it puts me into a tight situation for one reason or another.
1: Yeah. I feel like too, like just being the oldest child, you know, like I would always be like, oh, I'll fix it. Like, hey, don't look over here. Look here, you know, or like micromanagers, like why, what has happened in their life that they feel they have to like squeeze everyone under them, you know, like I didn't feel better. Yeah. I didn't make you not trust me. Right. I didn't do it. (laughs) Yeah. So really just kind of step out of that and become an observer is the, is how you break out of that.
0: And that's the drama cycle.
1: Yeah, that's the drama cycle. So if you ever feel like you're caught up in that, or if you're like, a lot of times it, it'll happen, like you're caught up in it. So you can't see which one, but that's when you just stop, check where you're at, what position am I in? And then why am I allowing this to happen? And why do I get all caught up in it? Right. It's why literally it like a shitstorm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like coming out around you. So if you think of like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, where it's just everything flying around and the cows and the witch and everything, like yep. you have to step out of the tornado and then just assess. It. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I just wanted to share that this week because I feel like a lot of people have come um, to me with some questions on, you know, hey, this is always happening to me. What can I do differently? Because they really don't know. So it's just a tool to share a new awareness. And become an observer right. you don't have to participate in everybody's bs all the time
0: oh yeah because then you're yeah, contributing
1: that. your energy to it right. so what happens when you stop that
0: let nature take its course
1: right yeah a victim is gonna find somebody else oh so yeah that might will. break up some friendships or families or you know that that can break up you know they're gonna say well what happened what's wrong with her wrong with him what's happened and it's just you setting a boundary that I'm not going to participate anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, hmm. I just want to share, too, like this year should be all about making your life simple, like just keeping your life simple. Like we don't need all the drama. We don't need your mama doesn't even want it. You know, what I mean, like when people are like, save it for your mama. She don't even want it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I just want to share real quick booby rock of the week. This is selenite. So selenite is a calm stone that instills deep peace and is excellent for meditation or spiritual work. It is, uh, can be used to create a safe and quiet space. Like I have this big, huge bar here. If it's raw selenite, it's kind of like in a uh, shards, like it can, it's shard yeah. like glass almost. So be careful. It's also water soluble. So you don't want to get it wet. Cause it'll just melt the part. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but it fosters optimism, and you can really use it. Like, there's pieces you can just use to like cut cords or like cleanse your energy. You know, you can kind of wave it around you. Yeah, it you know. looks
0: like it's about the size. It's a little bigger than a ruler.
1: Yeah, this one is. But I have like other little bars that are just tiny. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So if
0: it's water soluble, where do they where do they find that?
1: At? Oh, I don't know. Let me see if it says here. Oh, it says it's uh in the US, Mexico, Russia, Austria, Greece, Poland. I don't know where it comes from, like in down the in ground. caves
0: or yeah, yeah. Hmm. interesting.
1: I don't know. I feel like I did see this all over in the cave that we went to because it kind of was like, like reflective and it's almost like you know, the that's little crystals that s- hang out of the top. Yeah, oh, those are stalactites, right? Yeah, yeah, but I feel what like you're that's talking? Kinda... Hmm. no, I don't know. Hmm. I have to check Interesting.
0: it out. I like
1: yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So good stuff there. You got some pep in your step this week, Jeffy.
0: Jen, you know, I do. Oh, Honestly, wait. pep and step this week has been Griff getting his website up and running. Okay. The Rocky thon, the recording, <laughs> the recording with Jeff,
1: of with so Ronnie? much
0: Jeff and Iran. Oh my God. The recording. I'll talk more about that next week. It's yeah. just too much to get into. Too
1: much. But
0: I would have to say though, also, Putting pep in my step. Do you listen to XM radio? Yeah. They have a for a limited time right now. I believe it's channel 104, okay. David Bowie Radio.
1: Oh, I heard him advertise it.
0: Oh my gosh. I heard an advertising the other day. I kicked it on and I've had it on since.
1: Oh, sweet.
0: I love David Bowie. All yeah. generations of David Bowie. I enjoy. But I got it is a a, um
1: instead of a Where's Waldo book, it's Where's David Bowie book? Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep, i seen that.
1: Yep, pretty where's cool. Where's
0: Bowie? It's Bowie in the city. And then they show Bowie, he's like, he's yeah. all over the place. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think he was in
0: space. Yeah, was, I think uh, I got
1: our Bowie bingo, too.
0: Yeah, and you got to find David Bowie in the, it's yeah. like a where's wall, though. <laughs> Hilarious. But yep, that's been putting pep in my step. How about yourself?
1: Uh, Yeah, so this, um, I found a new class at the gym called Centergy. And it's like a yoga class where you get centered. So all center, right. like center your energy. Right. so I just think it's funny that Genergy's at Centergy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Centergy with Genergy.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, nice. yeah, but it's been going good. I love it. It's a good class. Um, so before we end, I just want to ask the listeners if they have. So we're going to ask We're going to start asking a question at the end of the show for right. the next week. You can email us your answer. So the question is, do you feel like your learning style affects your life? And what learning style do you think you are? Because next week we're going to talk about learning styles. Okay. Yes. So do you
0: think your learning style affects your life? And yes. what type of learning style
1: are you? Yeah. Yep. And you can okay. email us, feeltheenergy@gmail.com. at gmail.com. So F-E-E-L-T-H-E-J-E-N-E-R-G-Y at gmail with your answer and
0: we're going to read them on the air. Yeah, we can. Excellent.
1: If, if they want.
0: Yeah. We don't have to say names. We can yeah. just, but yeah.
1: Right. So we would love some feedback on that and we will talk about learning styles next week.
0: Good times. Good. And time. if you get a second, yep. Click on fog dog store.com. F O G D A W G S T O R E.com. fogstore.com Indie clothing.
1: Get your t-shirt. Boom. Boom! <laughs> T shirt gun. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Alright. See you next week. You got See
0: you next week. Shit. <laughs> hey,
1: bro. I'm just going to let you know that if you, uh,. So on the website it's finally out uh, after a little bit of trying uh www.fogdogstore.com if you use code GENERGY you get 15% off your order uh you know it's all just musical clothing all designed by me for you know that's just like my job now so uh yeah thanks uh yeah